0: Arizona, Arizona sports, sports. The, the local, the sports, local leader. sports leader, Burns and Gambo, the four o'clock reset brought to you by Collins Comfort, AC and plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, four o'clock reset.
1: I'm telling you, I cannot do too many of those rants. They, they take years off of my life. So two or three times a year and that's it. That's it.
0: Um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> you are like two or three years off my life. It's I'm telling you, it takes time off my life. It's like, like my heart
1: feels it afterwards when t- I go on a rant. It's
0: like turning into the Hulk, like yeah. you know, like like Bruce Banner. Oof. It's gonna take few like, years off, off your life. Dude, are you do a rant on this? I'm like, oh, I'm not getting God. any younger.
1: No, you're not. not getting any younger.
0: Uh, It's time for all the top
1: sports stories of the day. We call it the 4 o'clock reset. We'll start with another Suns trade rumor. Mark Stein reported today that the Suns rejected a trade proposal from the Wizards centered around uh, Rui uh, Hachimura and not Kyle Kuzma. The 24-year-old was averaging 11.6 points, 4.8 rebounds, 1.1 assists per game while shooting 48% from the field, 16 games into this year before an ankle injury. Yeah. Um,
0: I'll go on. Hatchermore is not. not I get Hachimura. I get
1: Hachimura. I mean, that makes no sense. It makes absolutely no <laughs> there, sense. There's my red. If they if they presented that, then but again, why would the Washington Wizards want Jay Crowder? Their season's done. They're no good. They're not going anywhere. He doesn't. Unless you're getting like it doesn't pay to trade anybody. Unless you're getting. Well, I'd have to look at his contract. If it's more than one year, that makes sense. If they can get rid of a guy, that does make sense. The Suns are not in action tonight, but they're back to take on the Grizzlies tomorrow. Of course, they also play. Christmas day against the not Christmas night. They're the last game against the Nuggets. Uh, but they aren't the only Arizona team in action. The Cardinals take on Tom Brady and the Bucks Sunday. Wide receiver Marquise Hollywood-Brown was added to the injury report today. Of course, he was with a groin injury. He was limited along with Greg Dorch, Max Garcia, Marcus Golden, Christian Matthew, Ezekiel Turner, Charles Washington, Marco Wilson, Zach Allen, Kelvin Beecham, Antonio Hamilton, Colt McCoy, and Byron Murphy Jr. did not play for the second straight day or did not participate.
0: So that's a long injury list. That's a lot of guys. Very long. Who would have thought before the season the Suns Christmas night game might be more appealing? Than the Cardinals Buccaneers game against Tom Brady. And that very well we always, might be the case. I think we always thought
1: that the Suns game would be very appealing. But the are hopeful that the Cardinals game would be too.
0: Yeah, the NFL's a monster when it comes to TV ratings, though. I mean the NBA can't compete, but when you look at these two games, whew. yeah. Good news, Budabega made his fourth straight Pro Bowl.
1: Buda! Can't wait to watch him in that flag football game. I'm just teasing. Like, this, like, does anything change, like, now that it's not a regular game and it's a
0: flag football game? Right. I wasn't watching it before, and I'm not watching it after. I do But think, congratulations to Buddha. I'm not sure I've watched a Pro Bowl since, like, the 70s.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, might be that long. We also <laughs> heard uh, candid comments from Cardinals owner Michael
2: Bidwell on Hard Knocks last night. Guys, we've got four games left, and uh, I'm just disappointed as everybody else in this room Uh, and I know that there have been a lot of post-game remarks about let's let's everybody lock in and let's everybody dial in Uh, I can see who's really doing it, I can also see where sometimes people are cutting corners you know, that really affects your play on on Sundays, we've got to finish strong
1: Hi, Michael Bidwell, comments about guys cutting corners, I know who's cutting corners I'm looking at you I know who's cutting corners. I'm not cutting corners. You're not getting a new contract from me. That's You're the one for sure. that's taking
0: next week off, brother. Yeah.
1: From the pros to college, Arizona sports had the ability to talk to head coach Kenny Dillingham one-on-one today, and he had this to say about his quarterback competition.
0: We're going to play the best player. I've told every single
2: person that if you don't want to come in here and compete to win the job, this is not the place you want to come to. Trenton's going to take the first snap at quarterback this spring because he's deserved it and he's earned it, and it's your job to come in here and win the job.
1: And I do think, expect that Pine, the Notre Dame kid, will end up winning the job. I think that they will give him every opportunity to win the job. I think the expectations are that he's going to win the job. But they're not just going to take it away from Trenton Bourget right now with the job that he did. Last night was a tough one for Valley Sports. Not only did the Coyotes lose to the Golden Knights, but ASU's men's basketball team played their first and probably last game in the top 25. They lost to San Francisco 97-60. to 60. They were down 28-5. to 5 top tough one right there. The NFL announced multi-year agreement on Thursday for Google to distribute the league's Sunday ticket package of out-of-market Sunday afternoon games on YouTube TV and YouTube primetime channels. The NFL was seeking $2.5 billion per season for the package, which has been on DirecTV since 1994. The satellite provider has paid $1.5 billion per year on an eight-year contract that expires at the end of the season. You
0: know, we were talking about how that was going to work. Like, do you need to become a YouTube TV subscriber, like does that have to be your television service? Uh, our listener Tom Foss, Tom also sold me my house back in 2009. Tom uh, sent me this. Uh, it sounds like that to get Sunday Ticket, the entire package. Like I want Sunday Ticket. You do have to be a YouTube TV customer. Like that, you have to you have to buy YouTube so to buy the whole package. To buy the whole package. You have to be. Subscribe to YouTube yeah. TV. You would have to ditch, you know, TV or Cox, whatever you had, and subscribe to YouTube TV as your source of television to get Sunday Ticket. But if you want to get YouTube's uh, Sunday Ticket a la carte, that where you can just order the games one by one, you know what a la carte means, obviously. You don't need me to explain it. You can do that on YouTube's primetime channels. Which does not require a subscription to YouTube TV. So if you're an Eagles
1: fan and you want to watch every Eagles game, you don't care about the other games, you could buy one Eagles game each week.
0: And keep your choice of television, whether it be Cox or DirecTV. I'm sure that would be pricey. I'm going to tell you right now. One game at a time. They will will make you pay through the nose if you're going to go a la carte. They're going to make it where you're like... What's your guess for one game? 25 bucks? 30 bucks. They added up 30 to thirty to $50. bucks. they are going to make it where you're like, well, I might as well just buy the whole package. If I'm going to buy every Eagles game, it's cheaper to buy the whole package. That's what they're going to do.
1: We've got Thursday Night Football tonight. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and the Jaguars. Uh, Zach Wilson will be the starter for New York, uh, but the team did activate backup quarterback Chris Streveler for the game. Chris Streveler, remember him? Streveler! Streveler the leveler. So he will be the backup for the game tonight, Jets and Jaguars. Jaguars. Jaguars, both teams. You know the Jets desperately need to win after last week's loss to the Detroit Lions to try to uh, put themselves in a position to make the playoffs. That's your four o'clock reset. We're going to talk a little Suns basketball with one of their guards, Dwayne Washington Jr. joins us next on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
0: The Suns. Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. leader. Coming off the court. You hear it straight from a Suns player with Burns and Gambo. Brought to you by America Roofing. Arizona's number one roofer online at americaroofingco.com. For a free estimate or 10% off any roofer repair. That's americaroofingco.com.
1: That's pretty good Thursday night football game. Jets and Jaguars. Oh yeah. Trevor Lawrence is playing extremely well this year. He took a big
0: step up. He took a big step up. I think he needed to get out of the the shadow if you will or the get out of the circus that was Urban Meyer. And I also real NFL head coach in there,
1: yeah, real NFL head coach and Peterson, and then you know Christian Kirk's been really good for them. He's got good weapons around him at wide receiver. They're doing a pretty good job of building that. Like he took a giant leap this year. We were talking about it yesterday. Like guys that have passed Kyler Murray by, you might be able to make that argument that Trevor Lawrence has passed Kyler Murray Murray by as one of the you know better young quarterbacks
0: in the league. You know, listen, it takes time in this league for quarterbacks, especially if you don't have a great team around you. I mean, you can go back in history and look at some early years for guys that end up in the Hall of Fame. Not everybody came out of the gates blazing, right? No. And Peyton Manning, Troy Aikman no. just off the top of my head. I mean, if really, I remember correctly, really bad. I did mean, Peyton have like 25 interceptions his first year? I'm pretty sure he was 3-13. and 13. Aikman was 1-15.
1: Right. I mean, for, so let me, see, let me look at his first year in the league. Peyton's first year, oh, 28 interceptions. Think about that. Yeah, 28 interceptions his first year in the league. Quarterback rating is seventy one point two. It's
0: especially when you have to play. I mean, not like you know, Patrick Mahomes got to sit. Aaron Rodgers sat for like five years. I mean, so some of these guys have the luxury of sitting, some of these guys get thrown to the thrown to the wolves, as they say, and there are growing pains. And then when the team around you is not very good, and then in Lawrence's case you have a unqualified, you know, carnival head head coach. Yeah. All
1: right. We'll talk a little Suns basketball. I got Memphis tomorrow coming off of a tough loss to the Washington Wizards. We've had him on before. He was a terrific interview. Dwayne Washington Jr. joins us on the program. Dwayne, it's Gambo, Tim Ring filling in for Bernsey. How are you today?
3: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, good. It was great to see you get back in the lineup. It's got to be tough to sit there and watch when you're out injured for a few games.
3: Yeah, man. I just uh, worked my tail off to get back healthy. Um, watched my guys battle and fight and, um, you know, just believed in them and kept uh, positive spirits, man. And, um, you know, we got back from a trip and uh, I was getting close and um, kept working hard and finally uh, got back into the lineup. So super excited to just uh, keep going forward, man.
1: And it was great to see you in that fourth quarter. Even though you guys lost that game to the Wizards in a tough battle, Fourth quarter, you come out there. You know, you give Phoenix the lead when you knock down that three pointer. You force them to, to, to call a timeout. Um, then you, you know you follow with a floater uh, on that nine nothing run. So must have felt really good the way you played, especially early in that fourth quarter when you guys were able to retake the lead.
3: Yeah, man. I just um, you know I felt really good. Like I said, I'm 100. percent on back. And um, you know, I, I put a lot of effort and a lot of time, a lot of um, a lot of hours, and in, uh, in, into the rehab and just just getting my body right. And uh, I feel stronger. I feel uh, more athletic. I feel uh, faster as well. So um, I'm just I'm just excited to to have this opportunity and um, get back out there. And my, my teammates believe in me. So um, coaches believe in me. And. I believe in myself, so uh, that combination is really great, so.
1: Yeah, how does that, when you're playing with a bunch of veterans that have been in this league for a long time, how does that make you feel when you could take big shots like that in the fourth quarter and not have to worry because they have the faith in you to take those shots?
3: Yeah, um, you know, I I, I trust my work. I put in a lot of time, a lot of effort, uh, a lot of uh, shots made, a lot of shots up as well, just, you know, uh, crafting and um, working on my game, so. Uh, to me, it's just you know building confidence with it, and once you have confidence in yourself, just um, believe in it and go out there and do it. And um, you know, I've showed that uh, I, I can uh, do certain things in certain positions, and I just want to continue to do that. I have so much more to learn, so much more to uh, to give as well. So. Um, just super excited to keep going and um, get, get, get into the lineup and just keep doing what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, Dwayne, you know, I look back to the November stretch you had. I mean, you averaged six points a game in the month. But I look back at that Heat game, you had 21. That was not a losing effort. But the game against the Lakers at home, you know, Suns won that game, and you had 15, but it was an instrumental 15 points. That's the way I would define it. What is it like? Because, you know, basketball is such a rhythm game. I mean, you need to play to kind of feel good and feel confident. And to have your minutes kind of go up and down up and down but yet yeah when you get an opportunity you want to play well and you want to put the ball in the basket how has that role been for you because when you get your opportunity to play you want to play really well but some nights the minutes are there some nights the minutes are not there and i know that's the hand you're dealt but what is it like trying to play that hand
3: uh, yeah so for me just uh, i keep you know saying it over and over sound like a broken record but um, I believe in myself, man, and um, you know, with, with the minutes I'm giving, uh, for the time being, I'm going to have to just, you know, um, do what I can and uh, just be doing Washington Jr. and, and play the Suns, play the Suns way, play Suns basketball, so um, you know, like I said, the coaches believe in me, the, the, the players believe in me, and I believe in myself, and the, uh, that combination is very, very lethal, so for me, just uh, the amount of time I'm out there, man, I'm just um, trying to kill. I'm I'm, I'm ready, and uh, super super happy to back to be healthy and uh, back with the guys so
1: Dwayne were you uh you, you watched the end of that game and you guys are such a good final five minutes team, clutch minutes. And you guys are up by 10 and they go on this incredible 21 to two run. I mean, and Beals hitting shots. Kuzma's nailing, you know, wide open threes in the corner. What's defensively? It just seemed like, you know, some breakdowns, but they just started to hit every darn shot and you guys are really struggling to make some. And that's, that's not what we expect from a Suns basketball team because you guys are usually one of the better teams in the league in those clutch minutes.
3: Yeah, man. We just, um, <clears throat> we are, um, we're going to learn from that. Um, you know, it happens to the best of them, man. You know, guys uh, start hitting shots when it matters. And, and then we start missing shots. This is part of the game. I mean, basketball is a game of runs and, uh, they wanted a pretty good run. So, um, uh, like I said, we're going to learn from it. You know, we're down a lot of guys right now. Uh, it's not an excuse, but, um, you know, lots of, you know, everybody will help, uh, if we were all healthy, it'd be a different story. And, um, You know, for me, just believing in my team, believing in the coaches like they believe in us, and uh, that's what we're going to continue to do, learn from it, watch the film. And uh, we got another one tomorrow, so i got to protect the crib, so super excited.
0: Yeah, Dwayne, give me the players and teammate perspective of of Devin Booker, and I just want to ask you that because you guys play a similar position, obviously. I know at this point... You guys aren't really practicing. It's a lot of shoot arounds and walkthroughs. But what have you learned? What have you noticed? What have you taken from being a teammate with arguably one of the best, if not the best, two guards in the NBA?
3: Yeah, so for me, man, that's my big role. Uh, you know, like I said, I've known him before. Um, you know, before we played on the same team in the NBA, and um uh, from the same city, grew up as Michigan, 616. And. Um, you know, it's just it's all love there. But as far as the team standpoint, man, we just all look up to Book, man. Um, he's still a young dude, but he, he a vet at the same time. So yeah, uh, we all just listen to what he has to say and um, you know uh, play our hearts out. And you know, the one thing that he taught me is uh, just compete every single moment you're on the floor. Like like, there shouldn't be no regret if you're not competing, you're not playing for real, or you're not playing a hundred percent. So. Um, You know, that's I credit him to that, and just uh, watching him being able to see him compete at such a high level, day in, day day out, night in, night out. um, It's been amazing to watch, and I've just learned so much from that. Um, Definitely put it into my game, and uh, have reaped the benefits of that. You know, um, and uh, super excited to just put it forth.
1: Yeah, Jaron Jackson
3: Jr. last year
1: kind of called out the Warriors a little bit, and then when the Warriors kind of punked them in the playoffs, Clay Thompson was pissed, and he was called him a freaking bum. And just how can you guys not give us any respect? You haven't won anything. I want you to hear what Ja Morant said on Malika Andrews' ESPN show yesterday, and uh, just get your comments. Here's what Ja said.
2: Who do you look at around the league as you're studying and say we're going to have to run through
3: them? Celtics. No one in the West. No, no. I'm fine in the West.
2: No one
1: in the West. Not New Orleans. Not Phoenix. Not Golden State. Nobody. You guys got Memphis tomorrow. is that some is that locker room talk right there? <laughs> uh,
3: no, nah, that was actually the first time I heard the audio. Um that's just that's just who Jai is. He's confident and you know, I, I uh I like his confidence as well, so um, nah, we ain't talking about that in the locker room. we just focused on uh, the next game and that happens to be the Grizzlies. So um, we're just going to uh, move, move on to the next and continue to play science basketball and do, do what we do and do what the Suns do. So,
0: But Dwayne, are you fine in the West? I mean, if Josh's fine in the West, are you? I'm going to assume you're fine in the West too. I'm fine in the West. Yeah,
3: we we love it in the West. Beautiful weather. It's beautiful (laughs) all the time. Nice and warm. I I love (laughs) it. I love it. I love it out here. (laughs) Dwayne, we
1: appreciate having you on again. Thank you for the time. Good luck tomorrow against the Memphis Grizzlies.
3: Yes, I appreciate you. Thanks, How man. Are you doing? Oh, Happy Dwayne. Merry Christmas.
1: Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too. Dwayne Washington Jr., the Phoenix Suns. They got Memphis tomorrow at home. Then they go on the road for a while. Unheralded quarterbacks have tied Tom Brady's number. It's Trace McSorley next. We'll talk about that on Arizona Sports, the Local Sports Leader.
0: Burns and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
1: Uh, you know, we a lot of us learn something every day. Mitch learned something today. He learned hey, that... Mitch, you
0: Mitch, you learned something. He
1: learned that Paul Simon was married to Princess Leia. He didn't know that. He's like, really? Carrie Fisher? Yep. Paul Simon. We played the Kodachrome song earlier today because there was a Paul Simon special last night called Homeward Bound on TV that I watched. Mitch did not know he was married to Princess Leia. Can't confirm. I learned something today. That's what you learned. Paul was- Simon was married to Princess Leia.
2: But not a lot of height in that marriage. It was not a lot of height in that <laughs> Not a lot of height. <laughs> Not a lot of NBA players. They were not, producing not a family.
1: lot of talent in that matter. Not a lot of NBA talent it coming was out of those two. A lot of talent. It just may not have been high <laughs> talent. Uh, Twitter poll update is sponsored by the great people at Sanderson Ford. David Kimmerly and the whole group over there do a great job. If you need a new car, truck, or SUV, check out Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue in Glendale. They've got our Twitter poll update. Let's get, uh, let's get the results from Eric Ruby right now.
0: And Gambo need to know Twitter poll update presented by and
2: Ford. We've got a nice one today. It is not a poll. I'm not pitting you guys against each other or making you pick something. Mm-hmm. It's the holiday season. It's Gambo's last show of 2022. This is it. This is it. So quite simple Another gang- year gone. I only have another- a few more years left, but this is another year out of the way, gone. Well, Crazy. I'm going to be asking what you guys do every year. Tell me a holiday tradition that you will be partaking in. I always watch It's a Wonderful Life. It's my favorite Christmas show. And my
1: second one is A Christmas Carol, but I have to watch the one with George C. Scott. The old school one. The old school one. That's not the old old school one. That's the kind of old one. The
0: medium one. The right? old school one is Alistair or something. I, oh, I the original Christmas Carol. I think it was in the. I think it was in the fifties, forties, or fifties. There's the name Alistair sticks in my head. Anyway, uh, yes, mine would be Christmas Eve, Eric. One present, one present. That's it. Leave the rest under the tree. Santa will bring more overnight, but you get one Christmas Eve present. Oh, geez.
2: 1938.
0: Yeah, see, I, was, I thought 40s, but even 38.
2: 1938. Starring? I mean, I haven't got that far. Reginald Owen as Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, so I don't know if yeah, that's who you guys are. I was going to say, where's Bernsey? He would know probably. Yeah, He'd probably would probably know, know who directed it.
1: Reginald Owen was Ebenezer Scrooge. Gene the- Lockhart was Bob Cratchit. Yeah, that's a 19.38, A Christmas Carol. One hour, nine minutes, 19.38. Watch that. They Make that a family tradition. The original Christmas Carol. That was a good one, too. That was a really good one. But I love George C. Scott, so I like to watch that one.
2: What about you guys? What do you guys do? Uh, when I was a kid, my family would track Santa every year on this website called oh NORAD. God.
1: I used to do that with my kids, too.
2: Yeah, that was really fun. Something I always looked forward to. And uh, recently, we've been doing a lot of these drive through light shows where you stay in your car and they play the music. You hook yeah. it up to a radio station. We've been doing that basically since they started in the Valley, nice, like five or nice. six years. How about you, Mitch? Pressure's on because apparently my dad's listening while he's delayed in Chicago. Chicago, but okay. what I remember in, mo- dad. In, in recent memory <laughs> is he. By the way, he was not a fan of your singing either. Unfortunately, Gambo. Sorry, what are you talking about that was great. Coda Crow. <laughs> no God <laughs> Almighty. So my, my mom um, will make breakfast. We have coffee. All the different warm holiday drinks. And then a Christmas story starts at like 6 in the morning on TBS or TNT. That just goes all day. I shut your eye out? Yeah. I hate that one. Really? God, I hate that That's one. That's like my favorite behind oh, Elf. I just hate that one. I like Elf. Elf is great. I like Elf. But I,
0: I just, oh, that one I don't like. By the way, there's a Christmas Carol made in 1951 starring Alistair Sim. So I. <laughs> Okay, there you I'm go. i filling in for Bernsey quite valiantly. Yes. George, I nailed the 1951. What version. was the George C. Scott one? 84,
1: 84? 84. George C. Scott. That one, George C. Scott was such a great actor. That one was really good. So I love watching that. I really do. My kid was watching one the other day. It was like a cartoon version of a Christmas Carol. It was really odd. But it was like they were in like cartoon they were
0: Was it, the, it wasn't Jim, like, the Jim Carrey one from like 2009? No, no, no. It
1: was like an animated, like I would call it like almost a cartoon one, but I mean it was like not like a cartoon like you would think little kids and stuff. It was like all the grown ups but they didn't It was like animated, I guess. It was kind of odd. I didn't know what it was. It was strange, but my kid was watching that. All right, that is our Twitter poll question. You can go online at the Burns and Gamble page to do that. All right, let's talk a little football. I got a reason for you to believe. This is the season to believe. This is definitely the season to believe. And now I've got a reason for you to believe in the Arizona Cardinals. You ready? I'm ready. Hit me. You ready? Tell me if you're buying this. I want to know if you're buying or selling this. You ready? I'm ready. The Tampa Bay Bucks. Not buying it. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> go we'll be right ahead. back after this go, next time. Go ahead, you? go ahead. There you go. The Tampa Bay Bucks are going to face a reserve quarterback, reserve, either a rookie or a reserve quarterback for the fifth time this year. They faced Kenny Pickett with the Steelers, PJ Walker with Carolina, Jacoby Prescott with the Browns and Brock Purdy with the 49ers. You know what the record is in those games? I do. Yes, cuz I told you. They're 0 and 4. The Tampa Bay Bucks are 0-4 when playing a reserve quarterback or a rookie quarterback. They've lost all four. They lost to P.J. Walker. They lost to Kenny Pickett. They lost to Jacoby Brissett. They lost to Brock Purdy. Meh. Yeah. So when they're facing a guy like that, they struggle. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat them 20-18. to 18. Pickett and Trubisky both played in that game. They lost to the Panthers 21-3. to 3. P.J. Walker threw two touchdown passes in that game. They lost to the Browns with Jacoby Brissett, 23-17 to in overtime. Jacoby Brissett threw for 210 yards and a touchdown. They lost to the 49ers and Brock Purdy, 35-7. to Purdy had two touchdown passes, had a quarterback rating of 134. They have not had success going up so. Trace McSorley, anyone? You well, buying?
0: You buying that Trace McSorley yeah. can beat him? No, I'm not. I'm yeah. not expecting a Cardinals win on Sunday night. Think about, think about these games. You know, Tom Brady in the offense. You know, Byron Leftwich. I, I don't see how he's back next year. I mean, Brady's probably going. to He walk, was getting interviewed. He
1: was probably being talked
0: about as a head coaching candidate uh, last year. Brady's Brady's out of there anyway. I mean, the, the, none of these four games they scored over twenty points, and in the Panther loss they scored three, and in the Forty Nine ers game they scored seven. So it wouldn't take much from the opposing quarterback to beat a Tampa team that can't put points on the board. I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on there. They have talent, they have pieces, they've got running backs, and obviously they have the greatest quarterback of all time. So this is a this is a perplexing season in, in Tampa for for the tools that they have. And I would say Todd Bowles and, and Byron Leftwich are are both going to be on the hot seat if they do lose this game on Sunday night. I'm not sure Todd Bowles makes it back on the airplane to Tampa. I mean, yeah. because that'll be... Listen, they they, they they are 6-8. and eight. They control their own playoff destiny because the division is so awful. But if they can't beat Trace McSorley and the Cardinals in a must-win game... Yeah, that's, heads are going to roll. And I don't want to hear about it being on the road. Not when you talk about the Cardinals. No, it's kind of a, yeah, Cardinals don't win at home. Cardinals don't win at home.
1: Now, they are going to be, they're going to be good chance they're going to miss both of their starting tackles against the Cardinals. Donovan Smith left the Bengals game with a foot injury. Didn't practice Wednesday. Tristan Wirfs did practice, but he hasn't played the last three games. And they're kind of proceeding very cautiously with him. He's had an ankle injury that he suffered against Cleveland back in November. November so if they don't play you're gonna have a completely different offensive line than what they even started the opener with against the Eagles so they also had uh, what you know the safety Antoine Winfield was out with an ankle their linebacker Janot Avery was out with an oblique injury Carl Nepecck a pectoral muscle issue he's uh, their outside linebacker they've got they've got a bunch of injuries as well so they're kind of banged up going into this game
0: now they're not good Let, let's let's call it what it is they're not a good football team Uh, Most teams in the NFL should beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at this point. But the Denver Broncos weren't a good football team either. And the Arizona Cardinals right now are just obviously in shambles. From a culture standpoint, from a health standpoint, from a quarterback standpoint, from an everything standpoint. So I don't know how you look at this game and say... I'm just rooting for chaos in the NFC South. Let somebody get in with seven wins. I'm telling you right now. Now I know it's a seventeen game season, so you can't really say like when is the last time. But the Carolina Panthers are five and nine, and we're going into Week Sixteen, and they're a game out. They control their. Not only that, they control their own playoff they play destiny. The, they
1: play the Bucks.
0: I mean, a, a five and nine team going into Week Sixteen controls its own playoff destiny. Are you kidding yeah, well, me? Well, Week Seven. Because of PJ Walker, I don't know if that Carolina awesome. beat Tampa right. Bay, so they
1: control they they own the tie. If they beat Tampa Bay and they don't and they win out, they'll win the division based on beating the Bucks twice. Yes, I mean I don't know if that's awesome or pathetic, but that's the case. Week seventeen, Carolina visits Tampa. And, Week
0: seventeen, and the Panthers were tanking. They traded Christian McCaffrey. And they fired their coach. Right. And now they control their own destiny here at Christmas time? Are you kidding me? Steve Wilkes
1: may end up getting that job. All right. The NFL playoff pitcher has come into a a clearer light. We have a pretty good idea of who is going to make the playoffs right now. But some teams have a chance to clinch this weekend. We'll tell you who those teams are next right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
0: Burns and Gambo, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
1: All right, take it up to six o'clock tonight. Tim Ring filling in for Bernsey. We got the Jets and the Jaguars tonight. Little Thursday night football. How about the Eagles getting eight guys into the Pro Bowl? Eight guys. Well, when you're a number one seed, that's that's what happens. Five other teams are sending at least five players. Seven members of the Cowboys and the Chiefs. The Ravens, the 49ers, each represented by six players. The Vikings had five. How many did the Cardinals have? Uno. Uno.
0: You know, What, what, what could have made it. Be it a Pro Bowl caliber year. He's had a good year. He has Calibre, had a good year. Kid, Pro Bowl caliber year. Not saying he was snubbed. I'm just saying he, he could have made it. All right, six teams are in the playoffs
1: entering this week. The Bills and Chiefs in the AFC are set. They're in. The Vikings, 49ers, and Cowboys are in. Three more AFC teams and one more NFC team can clinch berths this week. So here's how it works. Let's go over some of these. Cincinnati clinches a playoff berth with a win at New England on Saturday or a Jets loss or tie versus Jacksonville tonight. So Cincy, who was in the Super Bowl last year with Joe Burrow, will get back to the playoffs if they beat New England Saturday. Oh, you like these Saturday games? I love the Saturday games Love now. the Saturday games. I do like the Saturday games. <laughs> and there's a the lot whole of them. bunch of them, yeah. There's only three on Sunday. Uh, yes, which is great. The Chargers... With Justin Herbert can clinch a playoff berth with a win at Indianapolis on Monday and a combination of losses or ties by the Raiders and the Patriots and the Jets and or the Dolphins. So they could get in. The Ravens are in with any of 10 different scenarios that involve wins or ties by them. And wins or losses or ties by as many as seven other teams. So they've got a chance to get in. Um, There is even a scenario that Baltimore could get in regardless of its result if the Patriots and Jets lose. The Browns, Raiders, and Titans lose or tie. And the Chargers win. Kind of crazy. The G-Men, the Giants, got a big win on the road against Washington uh, last week. They clinch a playoff berth with a win at Minnesota and then losses by two of three teams, Detroit, Seattle, Washington. The Bills clinch the AFC East with a win at Chicago on Saturday, or if the Dolphins lose to the Packers on Sunday. The Eagles clinch the NFC East with a win or tie at Dallas on Saturday. So the only way Dallas can win that division, they got to win the game and hope the Eagles lose out. Uh, they could clinch home field advantage and a first round bye with a winner tie, and then a loss by the Vikings. So that's your playoff scenarios. Just to go over that, you have any clear cut favorite right now? When you look at the NFL pitch, you have any clear cut favorite? Could you? If if I said I'll give you three teams, you got and you got to pick two teams that will be in the Super Bowl. Do you think you could get it right right now?
0: I yeah, uh, I think I could predict the Super Bowl right now.
1: You think you could predict it? I'm going to say you're going to go Buffalo
0: versus Philadelphia. Yes, yeah, that with, with only and only because of the 49er quarterback. How situation.
1: often do the two number one seeds both get in though? Like Kansas City's capable of beating Buffalo. Cincinnati's proven in playoffs they could they could upset somebody. Look I, what they did last year.
0: I know, but I, here's the deal. I just I think I I have thought it was Buffalo's year all year long. I just 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 I did. I, too. I, then I Von Miller it, got hurt. It's their time. I don't know who's going into Buffalo and beating that team in January. Could Burrow do it? Could Mahomes do it? Yes. But either way, if they wrap up home field advantage, I like the Bills against either of those teams. Who's going to Philly and winning in January? And there's the other side of the coin. See, I think it's easier
1: for Kansas City or Cincinnati, those cold-weather teams, to go into Buffalo and have a snowball's chance compared to can Dallas go to Philly and win in January? No. Can the Bucks? No.
0: Can the 49ers? I mean, honestly, no. no. It, but My opinion. It's not, even, it's not even, to me, it's not even the cold weather team thing. It's the fact that they have the quarterbacks that can do it. Mahomes and Burrow can go on the road. They don't care. They're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go to Buffalo and we're going to win and we're good enough to do it. I don't think, as, as nice of a story Brock Purdy is right now, I just can't see Brock Purdy taking the 49ers on the road to Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game and winning that football game. Could happen. Defense, running game could carry him. Will be one hell of a story. I, I don't see that happening, and then I don't see any other team in the NFC good enough to actually beat the Eagles at Philadelphia. It's possible in the playoffs. that they might have to be Philly and Minnesota. Minnesota's not; they're they're a non-factor in my mind. Don't don't see it happening, and the Cowboys well, didn't no. So I, the 49ers are the only team I think can beat the Eagles, and I don't see them doing that with Brock Purdy, a quarterback, in the NFC Championship game. Listen, I like I liked what the kid's done so far.
1: It's just at some point, you got to figure that he's probably going to have to win a game for them. And they're not going to be able to do it with their defense in their running game. You're just going to run into a buzzsaw. Uh, that's just the thing that I look at. Like, can he... Can he win three games in the playoffs? Can he can he win one game in the playoffs where somebody takes Christian McCaffrey out and their offense is able a team's got a good offense and are able to score on the San Francisco defense. Does he have the ability to throw two, three touchdown passes to help them win a football game? Yeah. I don't
0: know. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. What about this option too? What if Garoppolo is ready to play in the NFC Championship game? I bring him back. You bring him back. No, ah. know Some people, some people wouldn't. Some people might say, well, it depends on how it, are they winning games. Games because of Purdy, are they winning games in spite of Purdy at that point? But for for I from where I sit, you go on the road to Philadelphia and you got a veteran like Garoppolo who's won a playoff game at Lambeau Field against Aaron Rodgers. He's won an NFC Championship game. He's quarterbacked in a Super Bowl. He's played for Bill Belichick. I just think for that game. I'm going with Garoppolo if he's healthy to play to go on the road and play the Eagles in the NFC Championship game unless Brock Purdy is just absolutely dealing up until that point and you can't take him out because it would be asinine to do so. Sure. First game he goes out there and he rolls and he plays well. Garoppolo hasn't played
1: in a while. You might say, look, Garoppolo. But then you've got, you just simply, the, the second Purdy really struggles. Then you've got Garoppolo to go to. So if you're in a championship game, and Purdy's not playing well, and it's a, you know it's halftime, and you're down by two scores.
0: Yeah, it'd be too late at that point. It might you know, be because Garoppolo's
1: yeah. not the type to lead you back to all of those, you know, to, to big time deficits. But I, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. I just don't know that a team I would never pick. And listen, they've gone to Green Bay and won. They San Francisco went to Green Bay and one. I, I know that's but what that, I'm saying. But even with that being said, I, I'm very unlikely to pick a warm weather team going to a cold weather climate in January and winning a football game.
0: But they just, have, like that's. But they have they're the team built to do it. Based on a and running game and a defense. Anyway. Aside from all that, the only team that I think can win in Philadelphia is the 49ers. Whereas, I believe the Bengals and the Chiefs can go into Buffalo and win. I just still like the Bills in either of those matchups in Buffalo.
1: I like Buffalo too, but I'm worried about the Von Miller injury. Because they got him... Uh for, for he they got him for the playoffs. They got him to get Mahomes on the ground on right. third down. And they and, and without Von Miller, I think that could hurt Buffalo. The football season is winding down, but you still got time to get in on Bix picks. Text pick to 620-620 to sign up and compete against Dan Bickley for your chance at the grand prize, seventy five inch T V courtesy of Corona Extra. Weekly winners will receive an NFL jersey of their choice and a fifty dollar gift card to cold beers and cheeseburgers. Just text pick to 620-620 to enter. The Grizzlies are coming on to take on the Suns tomorrow here in Phoenix. But one of their players, I think it's just a formality that there's nobody in the West that can challenge the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll tell you who it is and what they said next on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.